Guided by a local woman leader, I walked down meanders of dusty maram and tamak roads in Kawangware and Korogosho slums in Nairobi County. The roads are littered with garbage soaked in suffocatingly smelly, dark, black, polluted water. The water streams from tiny alleys between a few poorly constructed block flats and thousands of squeezed-in iron sheet shacks. From these shanties booms a deafening rhythm of hip-hop and boomba music. It feels like the Hoover's speakers are in competition. I am here to establish whether vertical farming among slum households ends food insecurity, promotes health of the families, and if it's ecologically sustainable, as many studies have found. So let's find out together. I am Mora Obiria, and this is Nature Reports Podcast. Sandwiched between two rows of mid-rise houses, the farm, and cycled in woven split sacks, breathes a sense of a calm Karura forest. Welcome to Jane Changawa Farm. farming. Last March, Association of Women in Agriculture Kenya trained Miss Mudoni on vertical farming. She learned how to use sacks, jerrycans, PVC liners, and pipes to grow vegetables in merely tiny spaces in other residential areas, namely open areas on the front side or back side of the houses on the verandas or even on windowsills. Upon completion, she was supplied with a 90 kg sack of soil mixed with manure in proper proportions and 50 seedlings of assorted vegetables that is kumawiki, spinach, amaranth and African nightshade. <laughs> Nikaweza kuweka hizi mbegu ambazo pia walinipatia na nikaanza ukulima ambao hapo uh, awali sikuwa nafikiria kama inawezekana as in kwa sababu sina shamba wa Nairobi lakini niliona kuna nafasi hapa na nikaona ni vizuri niitumie vizuri uh, ndiposa iweze kunipatia mapato na hapa niko na ile tunaita pyramid ingawa iko na 1 2 3 4 Having learnt a lesson, she started all over again. The past three months have been good ones. From a low moment of a lost income to a high season of earning a weekly income of 300 shillings. In 2020, she closed her beadwork business. The market flattened due to economic disruptions occasioned by restrictive measures to contain COVID-19. In a good month, she could take home not less than 10,000 shillings. Suddenly, it went to zero. Her husband, Joseph 
Changawa also lost his administrator position in an ICT company in the city. They had to survive on their savings, which came with extreme measures of eating once a day and taking very little food just to stay alive. Things have looked up for them. Their health has also improved. Apart from selling some of the vegetables, she and her family are eating adequate portions. Niko na bwana, niko na mutoto, alafu wanjukua kikuja every weekend, niko na wanjukua tatu, plus mama yao. Sasa, ni lazima ninunue mboga ya miambili, ama hata miatatu. Kwa sababu saa hii kuna ukame, mboga inausuwa hisi mbili, siringikunu. Sasa you can imagine, kwa hiyo, familia ya watu wanjukua tatu na mama yao, na mimi, na bwana yangu na kijana yangu hao ni watu saba tatu, hata nitaongeza tu maji ndio hiyo mboga itoshe ugali yao mm-hmm. lakini sasa mimi na kula mboga kana kwamba sitakula kesho kwa sababu ile tatu yenye nilikuwa napeleka na huko sasa na hata na isevu kwa kikundi na mboga niko nayo hii sipimiwi na mtu mm-hmm. kwa sababu hii ni jasho yangu Kwa kikundi unawekeza una, una pesa ngapi? Kwa kikundi, hata hmm. 500. Kwa mwezi? Kwa, kwa mwezi, uwa tunakutana wanzi na manthi. Hmm. Ya. Yeah. Hmm. Saa hile kukokuzuri saidi, kukokuzuri, naweza tengeneza hata mianane niweke kwa hiyo kikundi. Management of a farm is less costly. She uses animal manure and biopesticides such as ashes and onions to protect her vegetables from pests attack in place of costly synthetic fertilizer and pesticides. Patches of water to irrigate her farm is the only regular input cost she incurs. She buys a 20-liter barrel of water for 5 shillings and she needs three of them daily to water the farm at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Ata mimi nilikuwa nagonjeka kwa sababu sikuwa najua umuimu wamboga katika muiri wangu. Kwa sababu, daktari alikuwa ananiambia jeni kula mboga mingi. Na mimi saa hiyo sina mboga mingi. Wakati huo nilikuwa nanunua hata kama ni mayai, hata kama ni omena, nyama, lakini kwa saa hii nimejua mboga ni ya muhimu. Kwa sababu ile daktari alidielezea kuhusu hizo mboga na sasa niko nazo. Hata ugali ndio nakulanga kidogo lakini mboga naja najaza kwa sahani yangu. Kwa sababu najua iko na muhimu kabisa her husband Mr Changawa interjects sometimes always make so pengine tutanunua ugali 200 so katika ile hali ya kujikaza ndio tuweze kusurvive afya yetu inadhoofika Juzi ali tangu ni, ni kule hizi mboga atujaonana kwa muda. Mm-hmm. Ali juzi tukisalamiana ananiambia une, umepotea nikafikiria he kwani huyo jamaa alikuwa mimi ni rasilimali kwake kwa sababu ya ile <laughs> ile magonjo yenye ilikuwa inanipeleka huko juu ya utape ya mulo uh-huh. lakini kwa sababu sasa tunakula mboga tuna detox our bodies mm-hmm. so magonjwa Okay. Ni nadra sasa tuko upande wa upande wa afya 
On the next episode. Mwanzo 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 nilikuwa nalimanga huko. Sasa hapo nilikuwa wenyewe wakajenga. Nikabaki nikabaki hivyo. Sasa kubaki hivyo nilibaki bila shamba bila nini. Sasa nilikuwa nikununua. Kununua tu. Sasa vile walikuja nilifry sana. This story was written by Mora Obiria, sound engineered by Kevin Miner. Our podcast editor is James Mart. Special thanks to our group editorial director, Joa Gale. Nation Reports, only on nation.africa. <laughs>